It's Jim, it's the World of Bonds. It's Wednesday the 14th of June 2023. This is for professional investors only. Never ever investment advice. First of all, has it ever ever been the case that a pop star has caused an economic data surprise before? Well, that's what happened in Sweden in May where core inflation came in at 8.2% versus an expectation of 7.8%. And according to Danske Bank, the arrival of Beyonce's world tour in Stockholm was the cause of this. So it's things like hotel prices going up and the associated leisure spending around restaurants and travel and all of that sort of stuff. Funnily enough, when I googled how much Beyonce tickets were, I found a, a Daily Mail article from March which was claiming that actually the Stockholm Beyonce tickets were astonishingly cheap and were so cheap that they were attracting US fans from far away to fly over um, because the VIP Stockholm ticket was going for $366 compared to $900 in somewhere like Dallas in the US. I must say I, I had a quick look at how much they were at the Tottenham ground in London she played a couple of weeks ago. I remember seeing someone that was two and a half grand to, to I think, sit on the stage in the, the beehive or, or whatever it was called. Um, so, you know, there were some more expensive ones, even those $900 ones. But nevertheless, Stockholm um, received an inflationary boost as a result of Beyonce's arrival. Anyway, I'm off to the Arctic Monkeys on Friday night at the Arsenal ground, the Emirates in London. 95 quid my tickets, although I do fear they're not going to be the best seats in the house. Anyway, it's Fed Day. And uh, Jay Powell did not try to use pop stars as an excuse or a reason for the persistent global inflationary pressures. Um, in the US rate decision earlier this evening, he was relatively hawkish, I think, um, despite the fact that US inflation is going in the right direction. It's down to 4% year on year at a headline level or 5.3% at the core level. And as predicted, um, I don't think anyone in the market was expecting the Fed to hike today. The Fed did indeed skip the June FOMC meeting and leave Fed funds rates unchanged at that five to five and a quarter percent range. But as I say, this skip has been described as a hawkish pause given the rise in the short term dot plot. Now, you'll know that every time the FOMC minutes come out, the FOMC members all give their predictions for where Fed funds will be at various different time intervals. So year-end Fed funds is the one that everyone's focusing on today. And they've added on an additional 225 basis points or 150 basis point hike to that dot plot for the end of 2023. So it was at 5.1% last time round. Today it's at 5.6%. Um, so hawkish in terms of those dots but i think that the, for the dovish people out there um there was talk particularly in the press conference afterwards that this pause um is going to be used to reflect and try and understand the lags in monetary policy and as i say the powell press conference afterwards was very much focused on wait and see which was food for the doves um whilst the dots have risen at the year end, if you wanted to be dovish, there are more cuts anticipated for 2024. So there's about 1% worth of cuts priced in for next year compared to 87 basis points of cuts priced in 
in the previous set of dots and for 2025 there's now one and a quarter percent worth of cuts priced in compared to 1.12 basis points or sorry percent of cuts priced in before so what was the market reaction to today's uh, fed meeting well short-term bonds u.s treasuries two years sold off initially on the fed announcement so uh, two years up from six sorry 4.63 to 4.8 but where we are now but it's back down at four point where are we six eight which is uh thanks as i said to that slightly less hawkish powell press conference the dollar is down as well so dollars down about 0.3 of a percent against its trade basket so dxy so currency market um took more from this skip pause than it did from those year-end dots um worth saying that i've used the word skip and pause interchangeably today um i realize though there is supposed to be uh, a difference between them and you know fed watchers place a lot of weight on slight differences of intonation and um meaning in words and indeed Powell corrected himself from using the word skip in the press conference and said I shouldn't say that but I think that if you want to understand the difference skip is really more hawkish so it's kind of uh, almost a summer hiatus before the Fed starts the hiking cycle again as per the dots so we end up higher than we were before and the pause I think is meant to be a more reflective um expression itself reflecting the uncertainty as to lags in monetary policy which we've talked about is it six months is it a year is it one and a half years what's the transmission mechanism and there's also some uncertainty i guess um around the banking crisis what's the impact of the rate hikes we've had already together with the tightening of monetary conditions that we're seeing from those small and medium-sized u.s banks the regionals that are really the epicenter of uh, the banking crisis that we saw uh, about two months ago now um some people you know there are obviously lots of people saying that six percent is still on the cards for the fed but others saying and I guess this is probably, I'm, I'm nearer in this camp than in the 6%, although if inflation takes off again, all, all those bets are off. But it's quite unusual for the Fed historically to pause like this and then resume a hiking cycle. So this could be it. This could be the peak in the cycle. Um, almost certainly not, but I think there is more of a chance of that being the case than perhaps is priced into the market right now. So we're closing the day 4.68 at two year um, US treasuries, five years, 4%, 10 years, 3.8, actually down three basis points on the day now and 30 years down four basis points on the day now. Right, uh, that's the quick Fed take. See you all. Bye.